Today's reading is from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. So where do you go when life gets too much? In the busyness that's our everyday lives? When we're trying to juggle just too many things? When we're working long hours? When we're running our children here, there and everywhere? When our studies are feeling overwhelming? And when the housework is getting too much? And that ironing pile still keeps growing and growing and growing. How do you manage to fit in some me time? Do you go away for a quiet walk? Get five minutes in the bath? Sometimes we can do that. Sometimes we manage to get out for just a short while. And don't we feel better afterwards and more able to cope again? But how about those times when there is no easy answer? Where there's no quick get out? where we can't run away for a short time. When we're living in the middle of a pandemic, which isn't over yet, it's growing uncertainty, getting worse each day. We're still worried, perhaps, about our jobs. We see bad news all around. We maybe don't think COP26 fully delivered in all that we had hoped for. Where do we find our refuge and our strength? and our security. The psalm that we have just read tells of such a struggle. When all around is uncertain and unsure, where do we turn to? Well, the psalmist suggests that we turn to God, who is our refuge and our strength, and in whom we can find our refuge, first in his presence, and then his glory and his power. So in verse 1, The psalmist uses the three important words to describe God, refuge, strength, and help. All these things you would want to have when all around you is turmoil and fear. But he says God is these things. And that's quite an important little word. God is our refuge, our shelter, and our help. We seek shelter when we're weak. We seek shelter when we're in need. 
And God provides this for us in his presence. He is present with us in all our troubles. Even if we don't remember that or don't believe it, he is there. He is our strength. We don't need to huddle and hide away and hope that the storm will pass. God is with us in that struggle. If you think of the image of running to the bomb shelter in the time of war, you ran to the place where you would be safe, even though all around you the bombs were falling. God is that help and that safe place. And in the Old Testament, a helper was a warrior who rescued the weak, who was powerless from destruction. The warrior came in to help. And God's presence with us rescues us from death to life. Samus then paints a picture of what life is like when we don't have that security, when we let fear take control. He paints this poetic picture of what an earthquake is like, of how the earth gives way and moves, of the mountains falling into the sea, of the waters roaring and foaming. And when the psalmist was writing this psalm, the image of the mountains in the heart of the sea suggested that they were the pillars of the earth that held the sky in place. So the thought of the pillars collapsing and the sky coming down really was like total and utter chaos and destruction. Chaos was about to happen, then destroy the order of creation that God had built up from Genesis. A very bleak picture, if you think about it. And if you've ever experienced an earthquake, thankfully, we don't really have that in Scotland, but perhaps you've been somewhere that there has been an earthquake. We've certainly all seen on our television screens the effect of earthquakes. But can you imagine how terrifying that must be? Because we all reckon that the ground that we stand on is secure. It's not going to let us down. So imagine how terrified that would be if this earth that we take for granted started moving, started opening up. We didn't know the best place to run to. Chaos and fear. And I'm sure we would be terrified. And that is a picture of what the psalmist is urging us to have faith in God's presence. Now, we might never experience the reality of an actual earthquake. But sometimes life can feel as though we are in the middle of an earthquake. Certainly an earth-shaking, earth-shattering experiences. When everything that we know is turned on its head. And I'm sure over the past two years during the pandemic, when the world that we knew is changing, you might have felt like that. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what's going to happen. We're not sure about our security or our jobs or our family life. Even church was changing and we were fearful. So what do we do when we are like that? We go back to verse 1 and we believe that God is our refuge, our strength and our help. For our only real refuge can be found in his presence. In him is our refuge. 
psalmist then moves on to the refuge in God's glory. Verses 4 to 7 talk about God's glory. The raging waters that we read about in verse 3 have now become a nourishing stream, which is watering and nourishing Zion. And Zion stands for the sacred place of the divine presence. This river that is now flowing brings life and brings God's glory. And this same river is spoken of in Revelation 22, when we read, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. So this river flows from God's presence. This river of life is flowing. The waters that had been unstable and menacing in the sea have now been tamed by God's glory and transformed into the life-giving waters which flow from his presence and bring nourishment to us all. Jesus spoke of this life-giving water in John's Gospel. If you remember the story of when Jesus at the well met the Samaritan woman. And Jesus says, Whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So when we drink of this living water from Jesus, it will bring us eternal life. And God is the only person that creates this living water through his glory, but we can freely drink of it to have eternal life. The psalm goes on in verse 5 to give us another picture of a city under siege. I'm sure you've all seen many films that involve sieges of cities where the people are huddled behind their walls, they don't know what's going to happen and the, the enemy is outside. But help only comes at the break of day. And that's an idea that's often used by filmmakers. And if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, which everyone in our family is, if you remember the scene at the siege of Helm's Deep, they just start to ride out and Gandalf, the wizard hero, has already told them to look to the sunrise at break of day on the third day. And I just think it's such a fantastic scene. They ride out and they look up and as the sun breaks over the hill, Gandalf and the rest of the Roharim come to save the day. Our God comes at the break of day to save us. Often the dark, the deepest darkness comes just before dawn. And I remember talking when we were in Newcomlet to the miners and they said, yes, at about three o'clock in the morning, the earth almost groaned and that was the deepest, darkest part of the day. But then dawn comes and dawn comes for us with God in his glory through Christ to bring us salvation and to bring us our refuge. And we sang earlier about the reasons that we have 10,000 reasons every day to sing a new song to God, a new chance to sing of his glory. So no matter what happens today, tomorrow is a new dawn and a new day, and we can start again afresh 
with God who never leaves us. So we always have that new chance every day with the dawn. There is refuge to be found in God's glory. And finally, we have refuge in God's power. The last few verses, verses 8 to 11, speak of God's power. And we're invited to come and see what the Lord has done. Come and see is a phrase that's used often throughout Scripture when God invites his people to come to him, to be with him, to live with him. You don't need to force God to accept you. In his grace, God invites you in and will never reject you. He invites us into his presence daily and there he shows us all the powerful deeds he has done. In the psalm, we read he has made desolate all the nations of the earth who set themselves up against him. And God's power is so great that he can make war cease. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Only God can do that. And at that time in the ancient Near East, there was a particular responsibility of rulers. They had to try and establish peace for their people. And this is the image that God is giving here. Only God and God alone can bring real peace and real security to his people through his power. And then we come to verse 10. Perhaps one of the most familiar lines from this psalm. Be still and know that I am God. Now we often think of this psalm, this line in this psalm, as meaning being quiet and contemplative. As an encouragement to meditation and quietness. And yes, it can mean that. But here, in this context of war battle, power, it means more than that. It means to see the power of God present in our lives. So being still is a call to surrender, more than it is a call to contemplate. We have to be still and stop our struggling with God. Stop our struggling against him. Stop our struggling to go our own way. Stop our struggling to be in control of our life. To be still and surrender all to God. All our hopes, all our worries, all our days, all our lives to him. And then in his presence to be still and to cease our struggles. We do this because we see in him and in his works the end of all our scheming. All our scheming won't get us anywhere. Only grief. But when we stop struggling and give it all to God and stop raging against him, there we can find our stillness. We read in 1 Peter, All men are like grass. And their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall. But the word of the Lord stands forever.
so there is strength and help only in God and in his word, for that lasts forever. So be still and know that he is God. He will be exalted among the nations and all the earth. God will triumph over all. He has the plan and we exalt in that. So we can find our true refuge, strength and help only in God's presence, being with him each and every day, knowing that he is with us when all around is destruction and fear. We can find our refuge and strength and help in his glory, reflecting on his wonder and accepting his life-giving water, safe in the knowledge that each new day brings a new dawn of wonder and glory. And we find his refuge and strength in God's power when we are still, when we give over all our lives to his power, for he is the Lord over all creation and all history. So our ultimate security comes from God alone. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Amen. <clears throat>